is Sports Best on the Believe Podcast Network. We believe in cutting out the worst and only giving you the best in sports. He is the one and only Andrew Keller, who reportedly loves a good Disney sing-along. And I'm Larry Olson, who I hear couldn't even tell you what's on the family calendar tomorrow. All right, Andrew, we just updated our TikTok account with some new videos. How can people find us? Uh, we can go to reposted podcast slash sports best or check us out on the social media for believe podcast network so many places or you can just uh give larry a phone call you have his number yeah you could call me i wish i had brandon's phone number i'd give that out right now all right Mm -hmm. we have breaking sports best news andrew breaking news we are gonna have a baseball season are you excited about that I'm, I'm so excited about baseball season. We've talked about pretzels. We talked about peanut shortages, and uh, we're going for it. So do you understand what they were negotiating? Do you, I'm, I want to know if the average person knows what baseball was negotiating to get to where we are now. Do you know what they were negotiating? To me, it sounded like they were trying to figure out how they were going to get paid, if it was full prorated, if they were going to prorate over the entire season for each game, and how many games they were going to play. The owners wanted less games. The players wanted more games, I think. That's somewhat close. But here's – I mean, because the average person says, like, oh, the commissioner just said there's going to be a 60-game season. Then why do you say, like, well, why for three months did they have to negotiate and not get anywhere, and now we have a 60-game season? (laughs) So, I mean, what was it outside of – so basically when the pandemic went down in March, they said, okay, we're going to give you your prorated salary for the games. Mm-hmm. But the players, as this pandemic went on, the season got shorted. They were, they were willing to do like double headers and triple headers to get more games so that they get paid more. You paid more, yeah. But the owners, essentially, as you could probably figure out, there's going to be no fans in the stands. Right. So the owners, every time a baseball game is played, they actually lose money. So they didn't want to play a lot of games. Well, do they actually lose money? This yes. This is completely speculation, but like how much of their revenue is TV and how much of it is the box office? The it box was office? roughly, it was like, it was roughly like $2 million per game. So okay. it was going to be like $500 million that the owners collectively would lose per game by being played. Something, some number like wow. that. That's crazy. But you could Compared argue, but you, but you could argue though, hey, the owners are billionaires to begin with why not play more games so that the fans could enjoy it and the project is better, right? There's, there's arguments to be made on both sides. I mean, that's an easy argument. They're billionaires because they don't give away money. Yeah, I, tr- true. True that. All that to say is the commissioner had to step in because nobody could come to an agreement. Uh-huh. They're going to play 60 games. A sh- by the way, which is a third, they play normally 184 games. It's way shortened season. It's going to be completely irregular. They're going to add a couple of rules, like the designated hitter now will be allowed in the National League as as well as the American League. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. That's exciting, right? The Panda will be able to hit, uh, be the designated hitter for the Giants. Mm-hmm. Also, if games go to extra innings, they will start with a person on second base. I think I, I'd like to apply for that job. To the the extra base, second extra baseman base for runner. yeah. Okay. I'd be like a Galarraga just slowly trotting around. Do, do you know if they put these rules in place uh, for just this season or is it going to be just the season? Forward? Okay. Just so everything season. reverts back. It's like an addendum that's going to go back and they'll. Cause I was also wondering it's an addendum too for statistics, right? Because baseball is very statistically driven sport. So uh-huh. like if you lead the league in home runs this year, there will not be a home run 
award for that. It'll just go onto your all-time statistics, but not really count, if that makes sense. Yeah. I think it's a statistically driven league, and it's also a betting driven league. I don't know if you've checked the lines yet, but we're looking at a potential Dodgers-Yankees World Series, which is great for baseball, I think. You get the Dodgers, Braves, and the Nats potentially winning the pennant in the NL, and for the American League, Yankees, Astros, and Twins. So I'm guessing you have uh, a parlay already with maybe Brennan Poole winning the, the NASCAR Cup, the, the Rangers winning MLB, and Tom Brady getting MVP. I have no idea how you would know that I might like to walk to a sports book at four in the morning <laughs> and eventually maybe put some future bets on teams to win the titles. Yeah. We, have you ever, would you vote, would you bet on either of these, the Dodgers or the Yankees? I feel like your betting mentality is if it's, if it's not going to pay big, I'm not betting. it. You took the words right out. I was about to tell you, I would not make those bets because you bet, let's say you bet a dollar, you're going to win a dollar and 50 cents back. To mm-hmm. me, that, that bet makes no sense. I mean, what about the, the Dodgers is your team, right? Would the you Dodgers claim, are my team. Would you put a dollar on the Dodgers? No. Just, no, not no. even. No. No. I mean, do you want the Dodgers to win? I, I, I want the Dodgers to win. I hope they win the World Series, but I'm not going to bet on the Dodgers because I just don't think it's worth it. Uh-huh. Have, However, did, they, did they talk about precautions for shutting down the season or anything for sitting out if people are sick because we talked last week about the nfl and tom brady so they're gonna they're gonna test every other day even if you're asymptomatic in baseball this is also interesting just to your point there they are going to have two teams of unsigned baseball players playing in nashville tennessee so that they're staying in shape and if like a team has a run on coronavirus and they need like 13 players they'll be able to grab from this pool of unsigned people in Nashville, Tennessee. Wow. And they can do that because the minor leagues basically just aren't functioning right now. Minor leagues, there will basically be no minor league baseball this wow. summer and maybe even going forward. Who knows? Wow. So they, I mean, that's, that, that makes sense, but it's a weird concept. It is a weird concept. They're going to have this thing called, I don't know why they call them this, taxi leagues. Um, each team will have what they call like the taxi team. Basically, mm-hmm. like you take a taxi, it's going to be like 40 players. But they're surmising that, like you said, a big pandemic could come through. Teams need players. So yeah. these two teams will be in Nashville, Tennessee. I'd love to see that happen in the playoffs. Did you just need a whole run of unsigned players? Game four elimination game of the World Series. That happens. Just back to your betting point real quick. Just so that, you know, for the moms out there driving in their cars. I think the best option right now, to be honest with you, is the Angels. If I had to take a dollar and I could bet on the Dodgers, I'd win 20 cents. If I could bet on the Angels, I'd win $33 if I bet on the Angels. I think the Angels, by the way, because this is like in like the Dodgers and the Yankees are the best teams, right? That's what Vegas is saying. But we're not playing a conventional baseball season. We're playing a 60-game season, which Mm -hmm. is completely different. I think the Angels are the way to go here. Angels in the outfield. They made a movie about it, so they're going to win. They could very well it. All right. Well, let's uh, – we can put a gentleman's wager on it. I'll take the Rangers. I'll take the Rangers. You take the, uh, the Angels. I the love Los it. Angeles Angels of Anaheim. I love it. So, a here's the deal. I got a Go fun ahead. fact about the Angels. Yeah. I, uh, I was Mike Trout's body double in a commercial. What? I have the same build as 
Best in baseball, Mike Trout. Wait a minute. Okay, so did you get to stand next to him at any point? No. no. You never saw him? No, I spent the day on the field, like, going to the warning track and, and pretend catching a ball in front of these fans, and they were going to get him for, like, an hour and get insert shots of his face. But all of the other action is me. Because Mike Trout's uniform. They say about him is that he has no neck. He's basically – it's his shoulder goes right into his head. Well – Maybe they can fix that in post-production because I feel like I have a neck. <laughs> I think that's a great body double, uh, you being Mike Trout. Thank you. Okay. All right, Andrew. You know, the world's changing a little bit. I personally uh, live by a bunch of softball fields. And I've been wondering lately, you know, summer is when the beer league softball kicks into high gear. Shouldn't mm-hmm. there be softball guys with a big Charlie horse gut walking around playing, throwing softballs at each other? What's a when, Charlie horse gut? I've never heard that term. Well, I just, I just made it up. Made it up? Okay. I just made that up. I Coined it. it. Uh, I, dictionary. I have lots of talent, Andrew. Maybe I'm not your A player, but I've got, I show potential. All right. Um, so I've been wondering, like, when will the CDC or whoever be – yeah. rule that, you, that the beer league softball can start playing again well it seems like things are starting to roll out and i don't know if it's the cdc i think the cdc is like here's the way the wind's blown and local municipalities get to decide what you can and can't do that's my take on it yeah so whoever it is local regulators cdc blah blah, blah you have to kind of have the balancing act right you have to say like okay people need mental health breaks so they need to go to the gym or swimming or whatever versus hey don't catch the coronavirus so well and then on top of that as well like your immune system is stronger when you're working out so you can't just sit in your house and and be worried all the time so you got to do both i don't think i don't know what the answer is i'm not a doctor but but you played one on a soap opera once on an acting gig I did. That was that was fun. And they, it, we talked about the last pandemic with MERS, but that didn't apply in the U.S. But like they're giving guidelines of outdoor basketball is okay, but indoor basketball is not okay. It makes some sense. Point, it makes sense. Yeah. Why? Because it dissipates immediately in the air. Outside. Well, I think basketball is a bad example, but I would certainly play outdoor basketball before I played indoor basketball. Yeah, I'm not jumping to play any of these sports, but I think whenever someone starts doing it, it's going to be considered too soon. Like, whoever does it first is going to be the rogue maniac. and Because <clears throat> I don't want to be the very first person to do it, but I also don't want to wait until the entire world is back running normal to come out of my house. So I think it's a balancing act. I think you have to look at your underlying health risks and who you might come in contact with. Everyone has an opinion on it, and I don't know what the right answer is. So it's like you've gone to a funeral, and the guy's a son of a gun, right? Yeah. And you don't want to be the first one to make a joke after he just died at the funeral at the wake. You want to, well, you want to be like the second guy to make the joke. I think that analogy doesn't track because I do want to be the first one because the most, <laughs> that's the biggest laugh. <laughs> true, true. There. So, like, let's go back to your idea. Like, so you're not going to wrestle. Like, we aren't going to start wrestling anytime soon. But, like, you know, running and biking seem like fairly innocuous things that you could start doing right now. Yes. Yeah. Okay, what about um, tennis? You think tennis is uh, acceptable? I think so. Okay. I, th- I mean, 
I think most of it is, it's really easy for me to sit in my apartment and say, hey, all this stuff is safe. I'm not going to do it, but go ahead. You're not getting, you're not, you're not jumping on the, um, jumping Jupiter's softball league anytime soon. I'm not. Okay. Um, so tennis is okay. Golf. I've already played golf personally. It was very socially distant. I thought golf was acceptable. I didn't lick my ball or anything like I normally would, mm -hmm. but so, you know, golf seems about, it seems about right. The pandemic has changed you, Larry. Yeah. Pandemic's definitely changed me. The I CDC. Say, go ahead. I can say unequivocally that if I have the opportunity to drive a Formula One car, I'm going to do it. Okay. That I don't seems know if the like CDC has recommendations on that. I read that you you consistently pull three to four G's on every turn in those cars. I'd pass out in the first turn. What I, do I have any idea what three G's feels like? I don't know. Mate, no, no, you probably don't. Then maybe it's like the spinnaker. I don't even know what the spinnaker is. It's a ride where you it spins you. Oh, in, in the, what? How many G's? Is, how many G's is that? I think it's like three, three or four. I'd you know, you, so like you hear those people, like the big famous people get to like do the um, flights with like the um, blue angels. Like, they'll be like, Hey, like, I don't know. I mean, I kind of want to say yes, if the blue angels asked me to go up, but I don't think I'd want to do that. I don't think I would either. I jumped on a trampoline the other day and I got dizzy. So <laughs> I don't think I'd do that. the CDC says you can go to swimming. Swimming pool is fine. But the, you know, the problem with swimming, right? You have to change clothes or pee in the pool. You technically don't have to change. Can't you just change in your car? It's called a deck change. I think anybody should be able to swim, right? Yeah. It's historically called a deck change because you are inside your car. Oh, really? No. You change on the deck of the pool. It's not in your car. Oh. I'm getting you on semantics all over the place. <laughs> um, okay. But so this is like all well and good for me and you. But like kids practices are the key. Like when do you start taking your kids to soccer practices or baseball games like that's the key one right it is this is wild my sister recently flew and the airline specifically told her unsolicited that her youngest kid did not have to wear a mask Ooh. so like i the kids are in a whole different thing i think it's wait a minute know, hmm? how dare you let your sister take her kid on an airplane during a pandemic andrew what a bad uncle you are took three of them <laughs> i don't know if you saw this but uh the espies happened on uh the 21st oh i love the espies i think the espies there's there's so many award shows all of this started with the mtv music awards right like that started as a joke and people saw that could be successful people want like what what do you what do you think do you think it's a necessary award show wait a minute what award shows necessary andrew the oscars that's it really necessary. It tells me who's a good actor. I can't decide for myself. You know, um, I hate to break your bubble, but because someone wins an award does not make them a good actor, Andrew. It's art. Oh, oh boy. It's, it's art. It's anyway, subjective. the ESPYs happened. It was hosted by Russell Wilson, your girl Megan, who I sometimes mispronounce her name, and Sue Bird. Rapino. Rapino. Uh, and I think there was they, they addressed a lot of the – Black Lives Matters and all of the protests that are happening right now. And I think it's been great for the public to have those conversations. And it was, it was moving and I enjoyed it. Did you watch any of it? I did not watch any of it. They obviously, I'm assuming they did, they did this over Zoom or something. They didn't like have a big award show. It wasn't over Zoom, but it was all digital. So like, I guess they got Russell Wilson into a room and they had a camera got operator six feet away. It seemed like it was safely done, but 
I thought this was interesting. Tom Brady and Robin Roberts did a congratulations to all the seniors for high school and college. And Brady's yeah. talking about even if you have a pro career that lasts a long time. I remember my senior year at, at Michigan, and that was meaningful to me. I didn't know that much about Robin Roberts. Like, I knew she was on ESPN for a long time. Now she's on Good Morning America. Did you know she played college basketball? And had cancer. I knew both of those things. Yes, Andrew. So her college basketball story, she was offered a scholarship to play at LSU. She went to visit and said, this is too big. And on her drive home, she saw a sign for Southeastern. I was like, oh, I'll go check this place out. So she walks up and enrolled in that trip. And they were out of basketball scholarships. So she technically played her freshman year under a tennis scholarship. Wow, you went down the rabbit hole. I did go down the rabbit hole. I didn't know much about Robin Roberts. And I was like, there's a reason she's presenting. And she's a fascinating person. She's, she was the most fascinating person I, I read about that during that whole, that whole thing. Uh, I, you know, she's obviously, kudos to her, super successful star at ESPN. Yeah. I don't necessarily watch Good Morning America for her. I watch more for Michael Strahan. But, you know, I go, you know, I yeah. digress. Um, you know, one of the awards that, I, that is big for the ESPYs is the Arthur Ashe award for courage mm -hmm. they do it every year to someone who you know and this year they gave it to kevin love who's the ucla star who played yeah. for the cavaliers and vincent never wolves he do you know his story no i don't i have a beef with kevin love because oh. uh, my fiance thinks he's the hottest player in the nba why does she think he's the hottest i don't know that's I don't awesome. ask follow-up questions on who she thinks is hot but uh hey. i mean kevin love we got we got problems just by the way for the record i mean i'm gonna take her side on this he is pretty hot okay i mean objectively i can say that's true but it doesn't stop from my feelings being hurt hey, I mean, did kevin love was he ever the standout double for the angels outfielder mike trout i don't think so no he wasn't he, so he was, i think he's she never, has a catch she has a catch in me <laughs> um he came out in the last couple of years uh having deep anxiety problems so imagine you're a big time rough and tumble nba player and he revealed that during a basketball game that he had a major breakdown and like sort of lost his perspective and had to be taken to the locker room because he had a big anxiety. So he's on this push to sort of normalize, not normal. Yeah. Normalize. Let people, yeah. Destigmatize this idea of panic attacks and anxiety. And I just thought it was really cool. Cause like, you know, professional sports guys can't be, can't show weakness. Right. And he came out and said that he had panic attacks during game. That's pretty cool. Have you ever had a panic attack? I mean, I don't necessarily – well, like, if I'm at the craps table and I got all my money out, like, that kind of thing? Yeah. No. No, so you have – I had one in college, and it was awful. I had – I thought I was having a heart attack. I lost feeling in my hands, and I didn't oh. feel normal for about a week. Wow. You've only, had, you've only had one? Yeah. Wow. After that, I just do controlled breathing. Like, into a bag or just controlled no. breathing? No. I guess maybe also perspective. But I think – to the Kevin Love point, I think it's important because being a big athlete or being perceived as tough, a lot of times you feel like you can't express that you're having issues with anything. So I think that's amazing. It's pretty cool. And it, it's once again named after Arthur Ashe, the famous tennis player who went through a whole, he's black and he went through a whole sorts of racial injustice over the course of his career. So it's a very cool award. Thank you for talking about the ESPYs. Yeah. And then did you see golf is still happening? You see what happened with Bubba Watson and his, oh. his crabby lie? You know what? <laughs> I mean, if I could – I would tell you, like, here's the funniest thing I want to see happen at a golf tournament. Uh -huh. I want someone to hit their ball, have it land in the sand on top of a crab. Yeah, that's, <laughs> it, was, it was perfect. And I think 
it happening to him is even more hilarious because yes. he had a lie in, in an anthill once and got in a huge argument with the official. But what I loved about this, I watched the video of it, and he, he calls the official over to get a ruling because he doesn't want to get in trouble of him hitting a crab on live TV. It wasn't more of him having a problem with it. It was him and the optics. And the, the official comes over after it's all good, and he just wants to explain, oh, well, this is why we called you over here. And the official says, oh, I got you. Okay. So you want to go ahead and play is what you're saying. And it was the most <laughs> conscious He's like, no, 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 no. There was a crab there, and I didn't want to hit it. No, I just like – you're right. That was my favorite part, too, the foresight that he's like, if I hit this ball with a crab on it, someone's going to see it, and I'm, everybody's going to hate me. Yeah. <laughs> someone's going to come out of the woodworks and being like, you, you killed a crab. You crab killer! That was Sports Best this week. Guys, we cut out all the worst and only – gave you the best of sports once again if you would like to follow us on literally every single social media i believe are we on linkedin yet yeah we're on linkedin we're on facebook tiktok medium.com wall street journal wsj.com you can find us everywhere <laughs> for andrew keller i'm larry olson this is sports best 